Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. For the seeds that we sow are going to bring forth a harvest. The harvest can be good or can be bad. It can be joyous or can be sad. But the harvest is coming. For it was not the sinners that the Spirit of God had the great apostle write, but it was to the church and Christians that whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Amen. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the classic series, How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. Well, the board said, we've all been talking, and I'll tell you, we're all 100% for you. And, and people of the church are coming. People of the church are coming. And they're saying, uh, well, you know, what if Brother Hagin take this church again? If he will, let's vote him back in. I still didn't tell him. They don't know till this day. I never have told them that God sent me back. Never have told them what I had in my spirit. You don't always tell everything you have. I said, well, after all they have to vote on, I'll tell you what I'll do. Just go ahead if they want to and let them vote on it. I'll tell you afterwards. Well, they made all the proper announcements like they ought to be made at a regular business meeting. And so they voted. I got every vote but two. He didn't expect to get it that well. But uh, one of the deacons, he never was with them when, when he talked to him. And I asked one of them, I said, what about him? Oh, he said, he's not for you. I said, why isn't he for you? Oh, one of these fellows said, I asked him, what's wrong, Brother Higgins? And he said, oh, now this is his opinion, not mine, you understand. This deacon said, I think Brother Higgins is the greatest and the best preacher that ever preached in this pulpit. He's the best preacher I've ever heard. He wasn't there, you see, when I pastored two years before. But he said, uh, he said, I'll tell you one thing about it. He said, I just know from the way he preaches that if he's elected pastor here, I can't run it anymore. Well, he was exactly right. <laughs> now, get this. Get this. So I got every vote except two. And after it was announced that I'm elected pastor, if I'll take it, I never told him yet I'd take it. But I got up and accepted the pastor, didn't tell him what, anything I had from God. And this deacon got up while I was talking, smiled and shook hands with me, wasn't mad at me, and said, uh, to me, he looked at me and laughed weak and said, well, they've run it over me. They've run it over me. They voted you in when I was against you. And he left and never did come back. And he said, you know, afterwards, you know, he'd meet me on the street and shake hands with me and pat me back. I said, boy, I'll tell you, I like you. He said, you, you, you got the goods. He said, you know, I wasn't even saved. I just made up my mind, I'm going down there and fool old people and get them voting me in as deacon. And they did. See, they had no discernment, you know. And they voted him in. And then his wife came to me and told me afterwards, that same night after he left the building, she said, Brother Hagin, there were two no votes there. Of course, you know one of them was Wills because he's already told you. Now, I had to write no. But I want you to know because, you see, he's, he helped count the vote. 
And if there's not two no's in there, she said when we got home, there would be hell to pay. He'd beat me up and cuss me out. Felt like that didn't need to be in anyway. See, yeah, that's the reason you left. He knew he couldn't make it, so I was going to be there. And so he, uh, so she said, I meant yes, but I had to write no on that slip of paper. <laughs> well, there's a little side story here. It don't pay to be a hypocrite. Are you listening? That dear man's wife was saved all right. She came when she could and did the best she could. But the children were unsaved and they followed the daddy instead of the instead of her. Terrible how they turned out. One of them was like one of them. One of the girls was like him. She she saw in the home that he cussed and knocked his wife down had mad fits so she got married just 22 or 3 years old but she had mad fits like her daddy and cussed and fired her husband took a gun and killed him I guess it's in penitentiary today of course I know every one of them turned out bad that's a little side thought but sometimes some of these side journeys helped us as much as anything we need to be sincere and honest before God and before our fellow man. Amen. Are you listening? Amen. For the seeds that we sow are going to bring forth a harvest. The harvest can be good or can be bad. Can be joyous or can be sad. But the harvest is coming. For it was not to sinners that the Spirit of God had the great apostle right but it was to the church and Christians that whatsoever a man soweth that shall he also reap. Amen. Well, now, here's what I'm starting to tell you. Said all that to get this to you. I count, I, I didn't want, from the natural standpoint, needed my wife to go back there to that church. I'll be honest with you. Didn't want to move back to that town. Didn't want to live in that pastorage. Oh, I love people, love people, always. But I, I just, it's just, I just, I'm talking about in my heart, I want to obey God. But I mean, everything about my flesh recoiled from it. Everything about my natural man, the outward man, and my own natural human thinking and mind, I did not want to do it. And for that reason, when we got right down to it, I was saying to the Lord, I didn't want to trust that inward witness that I knew I had and she had. And I kept praying and took some days to fast even. Now before this election came, of course, see they had to announce it over two weekends and so on to be legal, you know, and so on. And, and I fasted two or three days, I think over into the third day. I wanted the Lord to move some kind of a supernatural way. Of course, I'm only about 24 years old, you see. Between the 23rd and 24th birthday. Didn't know much to know now. But I want God to, to give me some kind of a witness. I mean, other than a witness, some kind of a word or something, a, a tongued interpretation or a prophecy or, or, or just write it up in the sky. Go to that place. <laughs> see, and I fasted and prayed. I remember about the third day of my fast, you know, I was on my knees just sort of bawling and squalling and begging because I didn't know any better, you know. Oh, dear God, you know, I just don't want to trust, you know. And, and he just said to me, see, he also leads by an inward voice as well as an inward witness. 
And that inward voice said, get up in there and quit acting that way. <laughs> See, it couldn't have been my own spirit saying that. I wouldn't have done said that. Said, get up from there. Well, I got up. Then I said, Lord, Lord, if you could, I, if, if, if you could just move here some way, some supernatural sign, you know. I'd just feel better about this. He said, you've got all I'm going to give you. You don't need any supernatural sign. You don't need any supernatural something writing in the sky. You don't need any tongue to interpret. And you don't need any prophecy. You know on the inside of you what to do. Now do it. I said, okay, I will. <laughs> Many times, friends, we are ignoring that inward witness and we want something out here in the sense realm that can be dangerous, really. This learned that he leads primary, first of all, number one, by the inward witness. Amen. Now, I want to say it again. You'll find that being led by an inward witness is number one or the primary way that God leads all of his children. Now I stumbled over that seeking something else way back there then. Eleven years ago, we came to Tulsa. We moved to Tulsa. I'd been here with a meeting 13 years ago. And uh, I would come by here a lot of times going to meetings different places to preach because Brother Charlie Hazelton, he kept, he was an accountant, he kept my books for me at Evangelistic Association, so I'd bring him information. I'd buy my cars from Brother Lee Eller, he had a car, you know, used car, but he'd get new ones for me, or if I needed tires, he'd get them for me, and so on. And I needed a tire, and I needed uh, also to bring some information to Brother Hazelton. So we were staying over at the Eller's, and, and Lee said to me, he said, Brother Hagin, you, you need to move to Tulsa. And said, I just got the very place for you. Well, I wasn't much interested in it, to tell you the truth about it, because, but anyway, he said, uh, Brother Osborne's old office building over here on North Utica. He said, uh, I saw his office back the other day, and he said, Lee, sell that for us. Different, different times, I don't know how many different times it had been sold, people put up earnest money and just lost any earnest money and didn't take it, deal didn't go through. And had been sitting over there. He said, come on, I want to show it to you. And I thought, well, just through respect, I'd go. He said, now they told me, get us $30,000 for it. And he said, I'll, uh, you know, if you want whatever you can make on top of it, that's it. But get us $30,000 for it. And they had a mortgage on it for $50,000. They had to pay off $20,000 themselves. And so I, uh, he said, I won't make anything on it, you know, just. So I went over there with him. We got into that building. I was thinking all the time. I said to him, I've already settled what I'm going to do. Because we had just moved into a new and different house there in Garland, a brick home. And I said, I'm going to take the old frame house because it's in the part down that's zone business. And we had our office in the, in, the, in the den, you see, and in the garage for storage. I'm going to turn the whole house into an office. And then the lot is real deep and I can build more there if I want to, you see. And... So I'm going to have my office there. We lived there for 17 years in Garland, suburb of Dallas. So, you know, that's what we can do. But the minute I walked in that building, I never said a word then, but I walked in that building. On the inside of me, just like somebody had rung a bell, set off a buzzer. 
Sometimes it's like that. Sometimes it's just an inward witness. You can't hardly describe it. It'd be hard to tell somebody. You just say, well, I don't know. I don't know how to tell you, but I just know it in here. That's sort of way I was about going back to that church. I just knew it in here. I, I, I knew that. It's just something like right in there. Right in there. Right down in my belly. That's what the Bible said. Amen. It uses that term. But I, I, I didn't want to listen to it. We went on back over to Lee's house and my wife asked me, said, well, what about, and I just passed it off, said, no, you don't know. Well, we got off to bed and she asked me again. I said, well, no, I'm not too interested. I said, we've already got to set up what we're going to do. And then in my spirit, you know, I'm laying there praying, you know, and I can't get off to sleep because I got this witness. And, and I said, Lord, uh, now, you know, I wouldn't want to be rebellious here and miss you. But now we've already got this other all planned out, you know, what we're going to do. Now, if you wanted to give us that building, if you want me to come to Tulsa, all right, I would do that, but uh, I'd read it rather not. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer. The book, Where is God in My Store? by Ken Hagan. And the CD series, How to Live Worry-Free, also by Ken Hagan. Both are just $19.95. Call now and get this offer at this special price. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, Let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. It's not too early to start talking about May 4th through 7th. That's right. We're going to be in Fort Wayne, Indiana. So get ready for that. If you're in that area, come and see yes. us there at Summit Church. All right. That's right. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagen, how you can be led by the Spirit of God. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.